0: So anyways, we're halfway through the year. Cheers to being halfway through 2021, Rhett. And because it's, we're halfway through the year, we figured it'd be a good time to uh, talk about some of the games that have been pretty oh, good yeah. in the first half of the year. There's been a few. There's been a few. It's not like the strongest year ever.
1: Looking at the list, though, there are some... There are a couple aviators in there. Yeah, for sure.
0: definitely. Definitely some heavy hitters. And so uh, we figured we'd just chat through them. Not not make an ordered list or anything like that, just talk about some of the cool stuff that we played. And probably there's at least a couple things I wrote down that I don't think any of us have
1: played. Or probably we've talked about. 100%.
0: So, yeah. Welcome to July. And if our, our energy seems low, it's because there's a heat wave here in the Pacific Northwest, and it's G-dang hot.
2: Things things be melting. Things be melting.
0: Things like your sleeves, James.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? It's like 26 or 27 degrees in here, so I don't need, like, a second shirt. That's ridiculous.
1: That's <laughs> fair.
0: You know, I was thinking earlier... I was thinking about that song from a few years back called heat wave. Wow. And I wondered whatever happened to Akon.
1: Oh man. He's, uh, he's building Akon metropolis. He's, he's it, yeah. Yeah. He's building his own city. And mm-hmm. I think it's in Africa. And yeah. It's with just, his own currency with man. It, it's crazy. It's going to be Akon nation. Yeah. Akon yeah. yeah. coins, man. Yeah.
2: No, he's, it's a thing he definitely did.
1: Yo, blame it on him. Akon is fucking doing things like you've never seen before. Now, when is this city going to be complete? Probably not in Akon's lifetime, but, you know. Yeah, you're building a city. It's not
2: like a Lego set. It will take a minute.
1: (laughs) Akon will not be here to see this through, but I believe in Akon,
2: and you should too. Maybe if he gets it all the way to Wakanda levels fast enough, then he can, like, um... Totally. Yeah. He can become the new international superpower. Um Africa should totally do that, but, I mean, if Aegon ends up being the first city, state, or nation, or whatever, to be like, yeah, we're gonna start taking control of the resources in this continent and, and charging appropriately for the people who are harvesting them, then... By all means, man, go off. Get it done. Yeah.
1: Like, 100%. 100%. Please, man. You know,
0: are, are we here postulating that Akon might be the first real life Black Panther?
1: Well, I I don't know if he's the first, but. Ooh, that's a good he, point. He's He's definitely Black Panther now. <laughs> he's definitely taking the reins.
0: Does he have the suit? working on the suit.
1: I'm sure he does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. Okay. He just hasn't worn it in public yet. Yeah. No, it's
2: it's one of those things where you decide that um um there's a time and a place and neither totally. of those have arrived yet. Yeah. And when we are, you know, deemed uh ready, then we'll then we'll know. Yeah. You really gotta pick what? out the perfect spot
0: for that first superhero landing.
2: Yeah, cause like it's gonna be good. We 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 need we need somebody to become a a, a, a cool international player that isn't like musky or fucking uh, Bezos. Like those guys are just straight up Bond villains. What we need is somebody like a like a good guy out of the movies. So if like you know what I mean. So if like Akon could do that.
1: That would be cool, I'm just saying. Akon would love to hear you say that, man, because he was pushed out of the spotlight because he was perceived to not be such a good guy. So it's good to hear that apparently the perception of this man is completely turned around. I love it. I've been a fan of Akon from day one. Uh, What's that one song he had? You know the one I'm talking about? Bangers. I, okay,
2: okay. The cool.
0: one, well, the one without being disrespectful. Yeah. Where all of the lyrics one, are good. pretty much disrespectful.
2: Yeah, they're, pre- mm-hmm. they're they're pretty disrespectful, but like obviously <laughs> uh, bringing into sharp relief the nature of his plight, where it's clear that he is has no te- is, you know, cannot find the means to describe this person in that fashion um uh, otherwise i guess the lyrics would be different um so who wants to go first on this list of video games in 2021's first half that were good
0: i mean i can go Res- first yeah go go Ration clank rift apart yeah it's, it's incredible it's incredible i was uh as I was making up this list, I I did a quick scroll through the year thus far on Metacritic and was shocked to find how far down the list it is in terms of Metascore. Like it's sitting at it's sitting at a high 80, like 88 or something like that. And that's too low for this game. Yeah. It's granted this is basically the best PS2 era game ever made you know just super duper refined those kind of mechanics good platforming and shooting and stuff like that but this is a really remarkable achievement and something that couldn't be done in previous generations and perfect for the the social culture i think right now it's the kind of game that we need more of where it's just a good time it has a it has a good message it has some good story beats and story moments within it But it doesn't get too heavy-handed with that. It doesn't get bogged down in its own nonsense in a way that's super refreshing. Just moves along at a decent clip. Good time the whole way. Great voice acting. Good writing. Amazing animation. Looks beautiful. Sounds great. Awesome score. Thumbs up. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Very, very good game.
1: Best game of the year so far. You got to figure it's a nine at least just for the technical achievement that it is. Like you said, you know it's like you really haven't seen a game doing what this is doing before, so
0: it's cool. Arguably, there- it's about a ninety-three out of a hundred.
1: Yeah, completely- is that uh, <clears throat> the
2: the objective analysis based uh, recent findings?
0: Uh, that's the outcome of the the world's premier review uh, site. CogConnected.com Oh, Okay,
2: okay Look at
1: this A little guest spot here, cameo appearance Yes,
0: my cat (laughs) Maybe she'll sit down Maybe she'll have something to say Maybe, you never know Uh, James, you played Ratchet and Clank yet? I have not Saving it I'm into that
2: yeah. Yeah, hasn't come up It's gonna, I mean, surely no, avoiding it it's um it's a it's a it's a, it's a major force in, in the total games
1: landscape for 2021 and i was playing it last night i don't think i've seen a frame drop in that 60 fps ray tracing mode i don't think i've seen a frame drop it's <laughs> truly truly uh impressive like I was saying it on the last episode, you know, it really does feel like the first true next gen experience that I've had with the PS5. And uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing last night. Um, If this is only the tip of the iceberg, it's going to be a pretty good generation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And some of the time when you're playing that game, the number of particles and things that are happening on screen at a single time is... Ridiculous Like Just unfathomable Even a few years ago
1: Yeah Special shout out to the Fire and the smoke Those two effects especially Man every time I'm just like Oh man the smoke does look real It's wild
0: James what's the game You've played this year that has the realest Look in smoke And is it on your list of best games so far?
2: Uh, I don't know if I've played anything that really hit, that really covers the the real smoke, uh, section. Um, I could definitely talk about, uh, definitely talk about Loop Hero, though. Hell yeah. Um, just one of those games that like kind of caught me by surprise. And by when I say kinda, I mean completely. Like it completely caught me by surprise. I was I was blown away. I had no idea that this kind of thing was in store for me when I when I fired it up. Um, it's ceaselessly compelling, and like sad and weird and cool. And you're not gonna play a ton of stuff like it maybe ever. Maybe ever, maybe ever in your life, um, not exactly like it, at least like there's certain uh, uh, mechanical elements that really stand apart from the pack in a way that I wasn't anticipating. Um, it's tough as nuts, but like, it's doable. You can you can get in there. You can make it happen. You can make a pro. You can make the progress. You can you know, you, you can you can win this thing, if you're clever and patient. I think
0: most surprising to me is how how much street credit's built up. This game has quite a following now.
2: Yeah. Well, um there's a shocking amount of like uh strategy possible because like e- e- even though a lot of what happens to you is kind of out of your control, it's still like every piece of equipment you favor one or the other or every stat you decide to build up or every, like, placement of every object has a measurable uh, impact on the outcome, like, of the round or whatever. And um, it seems simple, but, like, truthfully, it would be difficult for two games to play out exactly the same way. Possibly impossible. And, like, it is ostensibly an idle game where you're not... Engaged, but you're constantly engaged, or at least I was. Where like every every second, every turn, every time I had the chance, I was like doing something placing something or switching equipment or like uh devising strategy or like that sort of thing. You just you're just always occupied, always busy.
0: Really interestingly, anytime I've heard anyone talk about their experience playing this game, you included James even though there's not there's not really a narrative it's like the mechanics are deep enough and you're building your own experience in such a way that it's like you're you're kind of defining your own narrative as you go through it because even though you're talking about very mechanical things that are happening over the course of playing this game it's like they they have an emotional resonance in a way which i find fascinating
2: yeah um One of our other staff members um, pointed out that, like, the vampires, for example, they have their own kind of story to them. Because when you first meet them, they're, like, starving and insane because of the fact that they haven't had any human steed because nothing exists. And uh, so what will happen functionally is that you will place them down beside a human village, and then they will turn everybody in that village and then like two turns later if you can survive the gauntlet that's created by the combination of the turned humans and the vampires then their feeding time is done and they're like alright we're good we're, we're chilled out we're fine and then the village kind of comes back a little bit but like it's it's interesting it's interesting every every monster has like their own kind of backstory and their own like their own way Way that they get involved with this world. Yeah, Most sure. of them are suffering kind of just like you are and confused just like you are and like not totally sure what the hell was happening and how they can deal with it.
0: Nice. Good. And uh, a good option for for folks who aren't looking to spend a ton of money. So I think it's True. pretty inexpensive and something that you can effectively play forever. If you want to,
2: if you're so inclined,
0: Rhett, what's up with you? What do you got on this list?
1: Resident Evil Eight, no doubt about it. That is a good fucking game. Probably my favorite Resident. I really did like Seven, and I really like that RE2 remake, but. Man, the more I go back and the more I play Resident Evil 8, the more I really do think it might be my favorite one. Really? I, yeah. Like, I really love all of the, like, set pieces that it has. I love the castle. I love, maybe the order. I, I, I kind of feel like maybe the castle should have been the last thing that you did in the game. Yeah. But uh, everything that you go and do, it just, man, I, I feel like it's... It, it calls back to Resident Evil Four in all the right ways, but it still feels fresh. You know, it still feels like its own thing. Mm-hmm. I the the entire time I was like waiting for Leon to show up. I was waiting for something <laughs> to, to 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 like directly tie it to Resident Evil Four. Yeah, and it it sure as hell uh, tied into the series like much more than Seven did, of course. So that uh, like. <laughs> Much appreciated. I think it's cool how the director, he he came out and kind of made a point with this one where the Resident Evil series, it's kind of come in threes. You've had the first three games that were in their, their own style, and then from four to six, it was in its own style, and now seven through nine is going to be this first-person sort of narrative. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spoil anything, but anybody that's played it can probably guess where it's going to go with nine yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking good game man absolutely gorgeous you want to talk about a technical uh masterpiece man capcom really figured it out with this one it's fucking beautiful uh and so smooth too that's another game that i can't remember frame drops like just you know it's it's like a perfectly optimized perfectly developed game it it works really well and continues the story of resident evil like in a really smart way it's just kind of you know bringing everything yeah almost full circle I don't know I don't again I don't want to spoil anything but yeah
0: yeah I think you're right about the castle I, I almost wish they had teased you with it a bit you know drop you into the castle give you a little piece of it give you an account encounter with a lady and yeah. then pull you away.
1: Pull you away, make take you, you out. Make like, you come back. Man, exactly. End. Cause they drop you down. I mean, it's kind of like in the prison area, which it, it reminds me of like um the sewer levels in most of the Resident Evil games. When mm-hmm. they drop you down into that fucking prison level, they should have uh brought you out tomorrow they should have brought you out to the swamp and then make you go through the swamp to the house to the castle back to yeah. Dimitrescu man but either way like that that aside um it really does tick all the boxes especially once you beat the game you know if you if you enjoy um what resident evil does when you uh beat the game and then you unlock new game plus and you unlock all the collectibles and everything in mercenaries mode if you enjoy that stuff re8 probably does it better than any of the other ones so
0: yeah that's a good point
1: replayability yeah replayability is off the charts with this one
0: yeah i think my personal feelings on it are a little bit skewed just by the fact that it's first person I just naturally okay. prefer the third person game so you know give me two remake over this any day yeah. Had they pulled the camera back, give you a little over-the-shoulder action?
1: I'm with <laughs> I you. Like, yeah. Oh man, this would be amazing. And man, I don't know why that wa- is. They never wanted to give you Ethan. They never wanted to show you Ethan. You know, it was like they wanted oh, yes. they want you to feel like you're the character more than any other. I think.
2: Hey, um, I I haven't played these games. And so I'm coming from a pretty uninformed place, but wouldn't, isn't first person just like generally scarier? Like, doesn't that kind of line up with their, like, the the design ethos that seems to be driving this trilogy? Is that like, oh yeah, we did the crazy gunny action stuff, now we're gonna scare the shit right out of you.
1: Absolutely. That was the plan with Seven, you know, that's what they were going for. It, that's exactly it. They wanted that more uh, tense, visceral experience. Yeah. You're on the edge of your seat, sweating. And yeah, I, I totally agree. I think first person achieves that better. But with that being said, would I love to see that that you know GTA 5 edition where they give you the first person and third person? Yeah, that'd be sweet. But no, I like it for these three. I wonder where they're going to go with RE10. I'm excited for... I'm excited to see where they go with that.
0: I mean, at this point, it could be literally anything. Anything. They've yeah. they've twisted the formula so much with 7 and 8. Nothing's off the table.
1: Yeah.
0: Great call, Rhett. Village is is definitely on the list of Good. The best games so far this year. Um, I'd
1: imagine we'd probably be hearing about that in the top 10 lists. At, at the end
0: of the year. You may not be wrong. You may not be wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, a lot, a lot of months left. A lot of time to be blown away. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe Halo Infinite will be topping all our lists at the end of yeah. the
2: year. It won't. But it's cool that you like believe in it so hard. I don't believe in it so hard. I, do you know, do you know, do you know I what Halo be- Infinite... Do you want to have to do for me personally specifically me James you know what I'd have to do in order to make my top 10 list Mm. things uh, dark dark and dirty things I don't know just crazy shit it'd have to to like it's true though yeah I'd have to really uh, blow my whole preconceived notion of Halo right out of the fucking water Which it kind of seems like the last several games haven't really done. So it'd be weird for this one to do that.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, man. The target of this game is to absolutely 100% confirm all your preconceived notions about the Halo franchise. I think that's that's their goal. But who? I want to believe in magic. I want to believe that I can be surprised by this game. love it. I don't think I will be.
1: No. if it comes out and Paul, you say it's good. You say, man, this is actually fucking amazing. That is when I will go get a Series X. <laughs> it hinges on that. <laughs>
0: okay. Good to know. Good to know, man.
1: You, you, you do have one. I do, yeah. 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 Okay. Right.
0: It's been really great for playing um, Fallout 4 at 60 frames a second.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I assume it would play Fallout 76 at 60 frames a second. So maybe I should try that.
1: Nope, not until they release that uh, next gen update for it.
0: Okay, well fuck that then. Too bad, I guess. Uh, anyways, I want to take I want to take this away from the the big 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 budget games for a minute. Um and talk about a little game called It Takes Two which uh, came out, I think it was March or April this year. Um, And it's a little co-op platformer. And that might sound boring, but they put so much love and so much emphasis on the level design and the cooperation aspects of the actual mechanical workings of the game. It does some really, really interesting things. And some things that I wish there are things I wish it did better. It really leans hard into the story. And I don't think the story beats land land that well. But on a mechanical level, it's a really great game, especially if you've um, got somebody that you want to play games with, but that doesn't necessarily love games. This is something you can play with somebody who's who's very much a, you know, tangential to gaming and have a really good time. Um. Yeah, it's escaping me what what games this this team made before. Before they made uh, it takes a way to, out, a way out. That's the one. Which,
1: which <clears throat> that's surprising to hear because a way out. I thought that uh, it was really well written. They did hit this the, the hit their story beats with that game. They did uh, create like a nice pace throughout it, and they made me want to replay it from the other perspective. It takes two. Did they did they hit that at least? So
0: they nailed moments here and there where like this should be a meaningful moment. These characters are doing a thing, they're having a connection, whatever's happening. But it's the tonal changes scene to scene. There's not enough done to make that payoff make sense. So the payoff moments were well written and well done, but they didn't pay off because the work hadn't been put in earlier or there'd be a moment where, you know, maybe because the story is about a a struggling couple who get transformed into dolls basically. And, you know, maybe they'd, they'd have a breakthrough in one moment or they'd cooperate really well and something nice would happen. And immediately in the next scene scene, it's back to the same flavor dialogue of them, you know, just nitpicking one another. And I'm like, ah, yeah, you're making it not make sense. But mechanically yeah. it's very very good. Sorry James, I cut you off.
2: No, 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 I I totally hear you. I've I've I haven't played it but I've seen like a lot of footage of it and yeah, from what I can tell it doesn't seem like it holds this uh consistent tone. Yeah. Well enough. Like it was weird because like uh a way out there was also a lot of strange diversions and interjections where it was just you would be like on the run from the law or like doing some really heavy shit and then you're like playing wacky mini games. But I think because it, there was like stuff you just could do instead of stuff you absolutely had to do most of the time, that it didn't feel too much like it was sabotaging the tone. Whereas like a lot of the crazy, ridiculous shit you have to do and It Takes Two is stuff you have to do, right? So, like, you're being pulled pretty violently from, like, oh, touching moment of connection to, like, man, look at this fucking loser. Can't even, like, shoot magical nails with the right timing or correctly or, like... Yep, Can't believe you didn't get rid of that vacuum, you absolute sausage casing of a human being. Like, why why are we still together It is it's all yeah
1: Sick,
0: yeah so i mean when i reviewed it it i think i gave it about an 80 and it's really the story and those tonal things that pulled a lot of points off of the game because it's very mechanically competent it feels really good to play and um like my wife and i played through the whole thing together and I think it's, it's, it's just tough enough to give you moments where, oh, should we just stop playing this thing? No, we're going to work together just like the characters, and we're going to get this done. So would definitely recommend checking that out. And surprising that that little thing came from EA. Oh, yeah. Doesn't seem like an EA game. If
2: they've put a lot of power into their indie Development arms because they're trying to, they're constantly trying to repair the reputation that they're always fucking up. (laughs) So they need like a steady stream of cute, compelling indie games to like divert attention from, you know, predatory financial practices or like an inability to ever get over microtransactions and shit like that.
0: Yeah, no loot boxes in it, takes two. So,
1: okay. Yeah. It's
2: got that going for it.
1: Side. Super, though.
2: Super shocking.
1: You want to talk about them fucking up their reputation? It was just announced today that they signed a deal to officially start to introduce ads into their games. It's this company that does these ads, and they're going to be fucking, you know, ads in the games. And it'll be like, I mean, 2K's done it before, where you watch the ad, and you earn a little bit of uh, VC credit. So I think EA is going to do the same thing. Watch the ads. You earn a little bit of in-game, you know, currency or whatever. It's coming, man. Fuck.
0: That's such horse shit. I hate everything about that.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, people put that in free games and people are okay with it because they didn't pay for the game. Yeah. But, like, EA doesn't release things for free. That's not what they do. So it would be, like, it's just, like, well, we we nickel and dimed in five and ten dollars you into a, a fucking stain on the floor, uh, and, and and this is on top of the 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 price for the actual game. No, we don't see a problem with that.
0: It's it's gross. It's not surprising to see them try and and legalize this when they already got busted for doing ads in the last UFC game. Like they started inserting little little ads. You know, oh, as yeah. it flashes to uh, to an instant replay, just like you'd see on a UFC broadcast. But it was yeah. actually paid for ads that were rotating through things like, you know, for sure. Fucking flame AWS broiled and, and, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yep, absolutely. Which I mean, I'm not mad at that.
0: Love a flame, bro- flame, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what else deserves to be on this list, James?
2: Well, <clears throat> it's tough because all the stuff I love the most are things that I know not as many people are going to give a shit about. So like bravely default two. I love that game. I put a pretty heroic amount of time into it. (laughs) Didn't just beat it. Like beat the brakes off that fucking thing. Did like every secret boss and shit and like really, really put the work in. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I just feel like it's going to be a contested addition to this list, but fuck all that. I love this game so much. It mechanically presses all the buttons and flicks all the switches for me. Every single one of them, without exception. So yeah, that's, that's what I have to say to any distractors that I just made up literal straw men. you know.
1: Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this game.
2: Yeah, it uh, it whips ass. Most of the detractors are me, because I think the voice acting is the worst in this series, but genuinely beyond that, everything else is amazing. Do they have
1: Japanese and English? They do. They do.
2: I switched almost immediately. There's somebody that they hired for the English track who's doing, like, a Scottish accent, and I need you to understand, (laughs) we'll advise this is when you are not Scottish. Like, it's just, not only can we tell... But we can't stop paying attention to it, and it's 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 um I was thinking about it, and I realized the thing that fucks me up about it is that some of these accents are not meant to be read out loud at the pace that they do because they're trying to match up with the like the rest of the dialogue or the Japanese dialogue. I don't know exactly what it is i don't I don't even know if that's the problem, but nobody from there talks that slowly they just don't and it's not that it's crazy slow it's just slow enough that you can follow it where you're like oh no this is the, the, the this is paced just like the rest of the dialogue that was a mistake they fucked up doing that there's probably other reasons why it's not a great accent but a a, a little deep Primate part of my brain knew immediately that it was fucked and had to switch to Japanese because he's one of the main characters in the game. Oh, like, no. his, his, his dialogue is the dialogue that you hear some of the most. And I was like, oh, well, we can't do this because it's not negotiable. <laughs> but seriously, every other part of Bravely Defo- Default 2 is fucking incredible. But like, every part of the mechanics is like basically perfect for me, the RPG enthusiast who grew up on shit from the late 90s, early 2000s. It's just like, there's literally nothing else I could have asked for. I haven't like beaten a game so thoroughly in 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 a while.
0: I have I have two I have two speaking ofs to uh to go through related to that. Speaking of Japanese voice acting, did you see that there's a Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> director's Shima. cut yeah. where the best edition is Japanese lip sync?
1: Yes, and new content, a new island. Yeah. 4k 60 frames that director's cut looks fucking mint yeah bro yeah maybe y'all come and y'all will come and play some of that multiplayer with me now in preparation
0: i played quite a bit of that multiplayer at uh extra life last year it's pretty fun yeah
1: it's good it is yeah i wish i had people to play it with because i've been out there doing the missions by myself which obviously meant to be done with other people if i wasn't yeah. such, such a fucking loser maybe <laughs> i would have <laughs> yeah no it's I, I can't wait for that director's edition
0: august 20th that's, yeah. a, that's not f- bad that's like not a bad month away yeah yeah a- and my other speaking of was uh, about rpgs in general and james did you see that they showed what the pixel remasters of final fantasy look like
2: yeah, I did, and um, just like a big, big shrug, I guess. Like it's not bad, but like, like the backgrounds look really good, and yeah. and the, the the enemy sprites look really good, and the character sprites look acceptable, and none of it is enough to get me to play again. Yeah. Like, there's there's a couple of Final Fantasy games, like, about half of that first six that I've never finished, and I might go back to, you know, cap off the ones that I never completed, but, like, I don't know if I need to play FF1 ever again. I feel like I kind of got the gist of it. Yeah. Same with three... Six I'll, I'll play repeatedly, for sure, but, like... I
0: I think it's really interesting that they kind of went for the aesthetic and quality of five. So one through four get a bit of an upgrade, and six gets a noticeable downgrade to the sprite quality.
2: I haven't seen any screenshots of six yet. I mean, I I know they like harvested some shit from like a video that they took private because they didn't. I don't know. They were trying to like. Get release that information in a more controlled fashion, but like, I don't know, man. It's all really kind of
0: soft and pastel y. Like, there's not a lot of contrast, and I think that's important in a in any sprite that you're working with. There's got to be some strong contrast so you can tell, oh, that's an arm, you know, or that that hair has detail.
2: Anyway, it's. It's not the best, but it is also, unfortunately, the best attempt at a remaster that Square has done for these games. (laughs) Like, everything else, every other time they've been like, we're gonna bring Final (laughs) Fantasy VI into the modern era, it's like eye poison, and you shouldn't you can't look at it directly without doing permanent retina damage. Yeah. So like this is this is the best they've done it's okay <laughs> apparently apparently some of the enemy sprites this particularly from the first and second games were like reworked to more closely ma- uh, match the concept art designs by yoshitake Himano. okay which is cool
0: i'm into that maybe that's why the sprites have gone more in that pastel-y direction is the yeah, because is very much that yes
2: it's extremely mm. that's extremely his shit and like Okay. Well, will um, judgment then. Yeah, so like it, the, my guess is visually it's going to be like a solid 7, 7.5 out of 10 overall and like the mechanic, the new modernization features that they're including in all the games will probably give it a couple of points in people's esteems, but like I think there's two of them that I'll probably buy, but that's it
0: question is it two three and five that you've never finished
2: no um i've done one three and six so two four and five i've never never finished four interesting yeah they does this thing where you level up the same rate that the enemies do and when the enemies get to a certain level they get these really powerful spells that like they 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 automatically get a certain amount stronger once they get to a certain level. You don't necessarily do that the same at the same rate. No. So I kind of got to like one of the last dungeons in the game and it was just like whoa, nope, 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 nope.
0: I definitely sounded there's, there's in, co- in the DS version of that game.
2: Oh yeah, no, the DS version is the is the last one I tried to finish and before yeah. that it was like the PS1 version I think and like oh, same okay. deal, just couldn't get through it.
0: See, I grew up on the Super Nintendo one, which they made really easy for the loser American white kids. And, man, that was great for, like, six-year-old me to play Final Fantasy 2 really easily. Like, no level grind. It's really the way to do it. Anyway. Rhett, what else belongs on this list of the best games of the first half of 2021?
1: Space Jam, A New Legacy. It's available now on Game Pass for free. Uh, you can claim it as a free perk through the Perks Gallery. Do you, do you have a backup choice?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> we, no we might be pulling rank so, in vetoing. This,
1: yeah, no. This stars LeBron James, Bugs Bunny, and for actually the first time, uh. Returning to the silver screen since her last role nearly 30 years ago, Lola Bunny will also be returning. Uh, for this,
2: okay, okay, but like, are you just extolling the virtues of a movie you haven't seen, or is this actually about a game you definitely haven't played?
1: Definitely haven't played. I think it just went live. Okay, okay. I'm oh, sorry, I'm looking at the list. I gotta go. You were talking about bravely default games uh-huh. that uh, you know you feel you may personally think uh, are on this are on this list. Man, I gotta go with MLB Twenty One. Okay. I really do. I think it's I think it's certainly the best sports game to come out this year because there really hasn't been anything else other than like Tour de France and and <laughs> come on, um, MLB. 21 and for that matter the 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 show series it's really been the best sports franchise for years easily easily it it best mimics it best simulates the actual sport compared to any other sports game i don't care what it is ufc cuz ufc is actually pretty pretty decent at what it does uh but team sports like madden fifa NHL it it is a better representation of the sport than all of those games and twenty one completely addicted to it yeah they you can see that they're starting to um, sort of drive the player towards the mode that uh, <laughs> the mode that best makes use of their microtransactions i guess is the nicest way to put it but i mean you really don't have to spend money on the game to enjoy it you really don't i've i've not spent a, a dime on on any sort of like credits for the game and my uh diamond dynasty team that they want you to spend money on it's like all 99s across the board you know uh now i've i've put probably I don't know 150 hours into it. Woo! Yeah, you know, I mean you're playing you're playing baseball. The games take a while, you know. 9 inning games. Um I mean maybe 150 is lofty, but definitely 100 plus. Definitely 100 plus. And uh, yeah, I I don't see myself slowing down. It's a great game. And if you if you enjoy sports games, if you enjoy games uh, where you compete I recommend checking out MLB because my roommate who really was not a fan of baseball until he picked up the show is addicted to it now. And he loves baseball and he really got into it. So man, it's great. It
0: is a really solid simulation and (sighs) it, it balances the fun in there too, in a way that, that you don't really see, too much in team sports games i mean there are definitely modes in other games that kind of capture the fun of the sport at the same time as simulation but the show has been doing a good job of that for years and years and years like the core of it is just so solid and uh, it's nice to see it on on xbox this year so it's it's open to a bigger audience and, and more people can get exposure to to the quality that PlayStation fans have been experiencing for the last, I don't know, 10 years or however long they've been making it.
1: True, truly, it's about time, it's about time. Um, And big ups to Microsoft for getting that shit on Game Pass. I think that that's also a pretty good story from the year that a Sony, a purely Sony studio developing this game (laughs) was forced to put it on the Xbox on Game Pass for free Day one, fuck. No, it wasn't day one. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but either way, that's that's just a crazy story to me.
0: That must cost bank. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Big cash. Yeah, I'm sure Sony happily accepted it too.
1: Uh, Oh, well, it was either that or lose the license. Yeah, it was like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so.
0: We'll take yeah. the Game Pass cash for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sticking with the Sony narrative, I think Returnal should be on this list.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Hey, cheers to them for that acquisition. Mark Key. House Mark. Is that what they're called? House Mark.
0: <laughs> you were close.
1: A <laughs> couple drinks. <jokes>, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, Returnal. Haven't played it, but I'm dying to. Looks beautiful. It's another one like Ratchet, where it just looks so smooth, you know? The effects look like they uh, really Mm -hmm. take advantage of the system, the hardware. Man, I really want to play that.
0: I really love the use of the haptic controller in Returnal. All of the guns feel very different, and there's a lot of little touches that, that stand out kind of in the same way that they did when I was playing Astro's Playroom. Things like the rain falling on uh, Celine's helmet or whatever's going on in the environment, you really do feel it in your hands, and it's something that's well integrated enough that you don't feel it as like, oh, that's cool. The controller's shaking, it's doing this effect thing. You definitely notice that at first, but after a couple of minutes, it is it's just part of the experience. It becomes a more Uh, a more fully featured experience because it's engaging more of your senses. There's sound and there's there's vibration coming from the controller that that adds to the experience in a valuable way. And I think I mentioned this a a few podcasts ago, but it's, I mean, it is a roguelike, but it's the kind of roguelike that doesn't super piss you off because it gives you just enough quality of life stuff that you can get back to that farthest area you've progressed to so after you've completed a biome and you've beaten the boss of the biome there's kind of a, a shortcut way to get through there without having to do the whole thing again to get to the next biome and the next biome and the next biome in an easy way and you'll still you'll still run into runs where you get terrible drops and you get owned in three minutes and Hey, that's the game, baby. That's showbiz. But that's right. It's hey, hey, yeah. yep. it there's is any, a super fun game. It's really, plans. really well made, and uh, House Mark is an, an amazing pickup as a as a smaller studio. I'm excited to see what they can do with you know a little bit of clout behind them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Shit, put this game on sale. Cause yeah. Right. I want it.
0: I wouldn't be surprised to see it on PS Plus in a couple of months. In the fall?
1: Oh, nice. I could see it. Yeah. When they've got some more PS5s to ship <laughs> and they can get them into more people's hands, they'll give us that eternal for free.
2: I could see it. James. Okay, so, um, my next pick isn't actually on my list, it's on somebody else's list. <laughs> but uh it's the one that I can't not can't stop thinking about, so I got to say it. And that's uh Bowser's Fury. Oh, All right. Yeah. Um <clears throat> it uh it kind of snuck up on me a little bit where I was like I didn't have like super high expectations of it at first. But the more I played it, the more I realized that maybe this is the direction that Mario games need to go moving forward. Like, this is Mm. what they have to look like for the foreseeable future. Because it's like this blend of open world exploration and stage based play. But like, the stages kind of blend perfectly. Seamlessly into the larger world, like like the, the 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 little levels are built in this invisible fashion into the larger map, and I think it's just an evolution of that same idea that they were playing around with uh, with uh, Mario Odyssey, and they've really I feel like they've really tweaked the formula at this point and if the next full game kind of either uses the system or expands on it yet again i feel like that would be a like a giant slam dunk for nintendo like all they have to do is make like i don't know if they can reiterate on this formula just the tiniest bit they wouldn't have to change very much at all. I don't even know what they would change. It, it could be the, the, the design equivalent of a new coat of fucking paint, and, and, and it would absolutely crush. Like, people would be talking about this shit for, uh, like, a decade when it, uh, when this thing, when this uh, hypothetical project comes out because, like, it's, it really seems like they're, like, barreling down on the, the, the perfect uh, expression of this formula where, like, the world map and the stages sort of, like, interplay and blend with one another perfectly and you can go from like casual exploration and then just like playing around with the map to like doing a challenge like completely seamless like that really feels in line with their design philosophy overall like like that kind of reflects how they've been approaching hardware for the last few years as well and it kind of feels like it's their cohesive mission statement at least for their flagship business um yeah it's just a it's just a a little bite-sized look at like what they're probably doing next i kind of it's really goddamn fun
0: i mean i kind of wonder if this expansion for lack of a better word came out of like an experiment yeah where they were going what would open world Mario be like we we did breath of the wild it's been super successful a bazillion game of the year awards can we do that with Mario let's try it and as they started experimenting they went we could just make a thing yeah it's based on the 3d world engine let's let's see what we can do what's the limit of the switch and I mean it sounds like they got rid of all the things that kind of pull you out of the Mario experience of You got to dive into a painting. You got to go down a pipe in order to do these, the cool Mario stuff that you're used to. Yeah.
2: There's none of those barriers.
0: That's amazing. And really promising for the future. You know, I could, I could see something like that being the, the marquee launch title for a a switch 2.
2: Yeah. It's, it's interesting because like the openness of a design means that you're you've uh you can run into some weird unanticipated problems like mm-hmm. um Bowser exists as sort of a world event <laughs> that activates more or less randomly and like like whenever he like wakes up and he's like, all right, I'm gonna fuck with you in the whole map and you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm it's interesting because like sometimes his intervention can actually have a Positive outcome because you'll end up like, like, he'll change the landscape of the levels to the point where you can reach something you couldn't previously. Like, that happens a couple oh, of times. Interesting. And then sometimes he will just chalk, chuck a house size fireball at you and uh, fuck your whole day up. You know, <laughs> you can get one or the other. Classy. And, uh, yeah, it's you you sort of feel the limits because it's just the one little world. But, like, if you blew that up, it was like, oh, this is the lakes, but then you can, like, travel further to, like, you know, the other standard biomes, desert, ice world, candy, crazy bullshit. it'd um, It'd be like having the complete 3D representation of the maps from older games, but you could just kind of, like, wander around it
0: it sounds like my idea of a good
2: time yeah me too one of my ideas of a good time anyway yeah no it looks uh looks really fucking promising also I, when i i played it with uh cuz it's cuz it's bundled with 3D world and um i hadn't really given that the time of day up until that point so underrated yeah, no, it it is, it is underrated. Um, I've I've heard it. Like lists of the best Mario games that exist, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a absolutely. goddamn good game. And I think three
0: D World is the perfect name for that game too, because it does feel very much like playing Super Mario World, for whatever reason. I don't know. Good game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great fucking game.
0: Rhett, what else do you want to put on this list?
1: Eh, what the fuck am I looking at here? Hold on. Um. What about... I don't know. New Pokemon Snap was pretty popular. Pretty popular. I don't know if I'd put it in the same category as other games, but... I don't know, it was... A lot of people were worried about, you know, it wouldn't really scratch that nostalgia box, that nostalgia tick, you know? But I think that a lot of people got it, and they were like, damn, this is as fun as I remember it was. This is actually a cool concept. Um, I was one of those people. I'm like, is this one of those games from the 90s that was good in the 90s, but now, you know, just riding it rails and taking pictures of Pokemon. Is that really going to be that engaging, that interesting? But, and it turns out it was. I played it, I put a few hours into it, and it was a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Getting that perfect shot was uh, was much more interesting than I initially thought. I, As somebody that never played the original as well, um, yeah, I thought
0: it was pretty cool according to metacritic it is the 35th best switch game of this year
2: wow oh
0: that's interesting damn it's not exactly a glowing review but looking at the trailer i mean it it's it's a beautiful looking game and people who are interested in playing this thing you already know what Pokemon Snaps all about.
1: Man, exactly. Like it's if, about watch man.
0: it's about playing through this playing through these levels and yeah, you know, being pointed in the exact perfect direction to watch that Pokemon doing that thing that's funny and whimsical and and cute. Yeah, but it's
1: more than that. You don't just you don't just get pointed in there. Like you know, you need to you need to chuck the apples. You need to fucking flash the camera. You know, need to fucking. What kind of
0: game is this, Rhett?
1: Yeah, you need to go through the levels at night, because obviously, do you uh, do all the flashing at night? Well, yeah, it's gonna work at night. It's gonna work during the day, you know. (laughs) Depending on the type of Pokemon, you know, you're not gonna catch Hoot Hoot during the day. It's asleep in the tree. Yeah, you know.
0: And Um, and you gotta flash it good.
1: yeah. Yeah. So
0: (laughs) I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, Okay. I am going to say. I'm going to say Hitman 3. Okay.
2: Slightly hesitantly, strangely. I love the Hitman games. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, I'm surprised you didn't mention that one, like, second. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know what it is, because these levels are really good. The stories are really good. The disguises are great. Gameplay is just as fun as it's ever been. For whatever reason, this hitman game just has not stuck with me in the same way i don't find myself firing it up and going you know to check out if there's an elusive target this month or check out some of the escalation missions and i don't know why that is but that said hitman 3 is a really really great experience even if you're the kind of person who just wants to go from A to B and do the story missions and and check out the worlds that they've built, uh, the the levels in Hitman 3 are by far the most elaborate that they've made in this trilogy. Agent 47 goes some crazy places. They're really, really huge levels with lots and lots of options and lots of moving pieces that you can exploit in hilarious and fun ways. Hitman 3. Great game. Don't know if it's holding my attention in the same way that one and two did.
1: I think you may have yourself fooled as far as how intricate these levels really are. I was just reading a discussion on the game. People were talking about how the levels and especially the targets themselves don't really feel as if they have as many uh like avenues that you can approach them from people were saying that the the uh targets in one and two and the levels in one and two they just feel much more uh, um like you could manipulate the levels much more than in three Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: they were also saying that they they felt like the levels are much more contained, much, you know, uh, they were always, uh, p- people were talking about how like Mumbai and, and, uh, um, what's Marrakesh, the levels like that, like there's nothing really like that, that are like these huge sprawling levels that have, um, what seem like, you know, an infinite amount of ways that you can tackle them. Uh.
0: I don't know if i yeah. buy that. No? As Mumbai and Marrakesh and levels like that feel big, but they aren't necessarily full of opportunity. As you know, the vast majority, especially in levels like Marrakesh, uh, of the characters that you run into are not disguises you can steal, or they're not unique disguises. So... I don't know if that holds water for me.
1: Yeah, but disguises but, are for scrubs.
0: Yeah, suit only.
1: <laughs> suit suit only, dog. No kills. Suit only. Fiber wire? No kill. Yeah, well no kills until you get to the target. Fiber wire Obviously. only. Obviously. Suit only. Um you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's 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 all well and good. I, yeah. I mean, these games for me are about. No, that's dealing the, with uh, consequence.
1: Uh, you know, you know like,
0: can I dress up as a fireman and sneak into this building as the fireman? Yeah. And kill the target with a fire axe? Like, can you do that? The answer is, yeah, you can do that. And it's it's about getting to that point where you're in a position to make it happen and then yeah. dealing with the fallout when it doesn't work exactly as planned. But and yeah, I think the Hit, the Hitman 3 levels are very conducive to that kind of play, especially levels like the vineyard and uh I forget what the city's called, but the the Chinese city with the 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 base underground. There's a million options in those places. So I would I would challenge uh anybody who's having those discussions to get good. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know I'm saying, I could,
1: pa- I could pass right. information super along. If like. Yeah, yeah p- please. Yeah. If you want fucking,
0: can... <laughs> <laughs> let's open a can of worms, Rhett.
1: I'm down. I'm down.
0: But yeah, I think Hitman's it's it's an extremely well made game, especially on the new consoles. The uh, the technical chops are are really on point. It's super sharp. Like it's Ooh, not yeah. the most amazing looking textures and the most amazing looking character models you've ever seen it's very much like the ps4 and xbox one versions
1: never has, but it's been.
0: it's so crisp and it runs really really well
1: uh, love it i love it man.
0: anyway i'll digress Anybody else got stuff to add to this this little list of, of good
2: stuff? Um the last one I would consider would be uh I think Cyber Shadow. <laughs> oh, okay. Cause like It's kind of another one of those like personal picks where it's like I liked it maybe more than everybody liked it. But I've seen it's just I've seen a whole bunch of games try to do that like we want to be just like Ninja Gaiden thing, but it really pulls it off. You know, like it really, really brings it home. Really like makes it happen. Because kind of, uh, it, it's got to be it's got to be tough as fuck, right, to be a, a Ninja Gaiden clone, but it should still be approachable because it's like 2021 and maybe we don't want to deal with like Nintendo Hard in that exact fashion in the twenty first century, maybe we can, you know, move past that. So and and the the, And the pixel art is exceptional. And uh the controls are crazy crazy tight, crazy responsive, super well crafted, like it's insane the boss fights you will survive even though it will seem like you couldn't possibly right up until the moment you do but um but you always pull through in the end put it in the time
0: yeah we talked we talked about this before james that the level design in this game is really well done in that it makes you feel like yes that next checkpoint is achievable this one part feels impossible on this first time, but I can see that checkpoint over there and I'm making incremental progress every time to get to that spot. Um, And I think, I mean, that's something that's obviously missing from old Ninja Gaiden games and things like that because they just didn't have the memory to do such things. But
2: it was just not something you had access to. You exactly. just like you tried, you died, and then you were done. Gosh, I'm sorry
0: yeah this, it cool. makes these kind of games feel approachable i guess is what i'm saying yeah and it's yeah, uh and it's got a fucking a banger of a soundtrack yes mm. so good
2: yeah like I, I you see a million indie retro homage classics come barreling down the assembly line but i think like uh, cyber shadow is on a pretty short list of the ones that are like Executed well mechanically as well as visually it not only does it look and sound cool but it also plays excellent yeah and um they you can't always close that gap with these uh retro homage titles and it's 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 amazing that they were able to do that also the team is crazy small like uh I think the developer like mechanical head I think they're called is like a dude. there was like a small team that helped with like getting it publisher ready but that was it really well only like one guy vert doing the music so like pretty small team
0: yep on the yacht club games site the developer is listed as mechanical head studios but also lists the singular name of the dude
2: (laughs) yeah the dude of that studio just the one guy Arn
0: hunziker probably yeah.
2: butchering that but
0: anyways it's a great game it's on game pass um, too if you're Arn if you've got game pass
1: eh? my favorite developer
0: <laughs> red you got any more games to add to this list
1: yeah i got one i got one actually no two two now all right let's hear them Monster... all Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise, okay? Now, that was a sweet game. Real sweet, okay? Now, I guess the embargo lifts tomorrow. (laughs) But Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. Man, if you're a fan of Pokemon, you owe it to yourself. To go and play this game. It's doing Pokemon better than Pokemon. It's crazy. It's this big open world. Yeah. Man, I didn't even realize I wanted it. Until Trevor was like, yo, you did the Monster Hunter Rise review. Do you want this one? I didn't even realize it was this sweet. I think it might be my favorite Monster Hunter game. And not that I've been you know, a long-standing fan of the series. Played a little bit of World Rise I got into. But this is fucking sweet. It's this turn-based game that's all about, like, hatch- hatching these monsters and, I guess, like, cross-breeding them eventually. And then you're fucking going through this massive open world that's kind of like Breath of the Wild. Like, it's it's certainly not optimized like Breath of the Wild is, but it's it runs on the RE engine. Not as well as Monster Hunter Rise, but it... it like does the job it 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 pretty much stays you know at 30 uh the fps it's really really good i'm really addicted to it and yeah if you were unsatisfied with sword and shield if you've been unsatisfied with pokemon for a long time like a lot of people have you owe it to yourself to check out this game it's really fucking good. The story is good. It's well animated. It feels like you're playing through like a, you know, a fucking, uh, a, a good anime, you know, uh, it's yeah, it's nice.
0: And they really tried to make it look like breath of the wild. Didn't they?
1: Man, it, <laughs> which, you know, if you're on the switch, that's yeah. not a bad game to aspire to be, you know, it sure. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, again, it it definitely does not run as well. I'm hoping that they will patch it a couple times, and especially in the home areas, it it, it really does dip. But it's been nothing that's uh, taken away from my experience with it. The the. Uh, battles are fun they they work on this kind of rock paper scissors system where you have these power technical or speed attacks and like power beats technical technical beats speed speed beats power so you're kind of uh trying to figure out what the opponent's going to throw at you while you throw the right thing and hopefully you can uh figure out not only which weapon you're going to need but which of your monsters in your party is going to be best suited to like the next incoming attack it works a little bit faster than pokemon does where you can switch your monsters and then attack immediately same thing with your weapons so it's it's uh again it it works kind of uh faster than pokemon does but It's very, very similar. It's very, very similar. Maybe not as deep, because Pokemon's had, you know, generations of entries, and it's refined its systems, and it's uh, introduced, what, 17 different types, or whatever the fuck it is. But, uh, you know, I think that that almost works in Monster Hunter's benefit, where it's it just feels a little bit tighter. You don't feel as overwhelmed going into it. And, man, I... Like I'm so surprised by this game. I'm I'm fucking so addicted to it.
0: My interest is peaked.
1: Yeah, I I highly recommend it. If you have a Switch, yeah, I highly, highly recommend it.
0: All right. Well that's a surprise.
1: Yeah. Out of nowhere. Is, that's and, the
0: one that they were like just talking about on a Nintendo Direct, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like it's. Wow. I, I I didn't even like realize what it was. It just kind of like came out of nowhere. Here it is, but man, it's fucking good. Now, not to uh uh bury Rise, you know, if you f- if you're not a fan of turn based games, Monster Hunter Rise is a fantastic action RPG. You know, it's all about killing monsters and making armor and weapons out of their remains, and <laughs> it's sweet. So I I think that that definitely deserves to be on on this list.
0: Sweet. Yep. Ahead. Right. The last thing I can uh, confidently put on this list. I uh, wrote down a few things that I shamefully have not played, but I think are probably pretty good. Uh, but anyways, the one I'm gonna actually put on the list is Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh. The amount of content that you're getting for the price of one game is stunning. I've been uh, taking it upon myself to 100% all three of these games again, because why not? Yep. And uh, for the most part, they hold up. They hold up really, really well. If you're somebody who likes uh, Bioware style of storytelling, and and that that very dichotomous, uh, here's the good outcome, here's the bad outcome. Are you the good shepherd or the bad shepherd? Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with them. Forgot a lot of the little side stories and character building and world building stuff that Bioware does with these games, specifically the first one. It's Really, really good stuff. And the kind of world building I don't really think has been matched since they created this franchise um, when it comes to giant you know, space opera, RPG type of stuff. Um, really, really good stuff. And mechanically, the games either hold up really well or have been modified enough to be to be modern and be fun to play. Um, Mass Effect 1, for the record, when it came out, not fun to play. The combat was bad. Really, really bad. Like They had no idea what they were doing with these games uh they changed all that it's very much more a direct combat experience if you want it to be that um so so don't let the the past scare you away from playing these games if they're they're ones that you've missed in the past because there's a ton of great world building and uh characters in there to find if if that stuff you're after
2: Okay, that that sounds like an excellent final entry to the list.
0: Yeah, and uh, just to to touch on the other ones that I I wrote down that I think are worth talking about, but I don't think any of us have actually played. Uh, yeah, the first one would be Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah,
1: what the hell is that?
2: It's uh, Guilty Gear games are just like these sweet two D anime style fighters that like. Specialized in going way over the top right for the beginning. Um, super fast paced. Pretty approachable. Excellent games, generally speaking. And look
0: incredible. This one in yeah, particular holy, is holy shit. fucking sharp as hell. Uh, Jazz reviewed it for the site. Really loved it. And yeah, I mean, I love the last Arc, Arc System Works game I played, which was uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, so that was really good. If Guilty Gear is anything like that, uh, definitely worth worth taking a look at, worth playing. Beyond that, uh, I wrote down near replicant version one point two two blah 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 a hundred characters because Yoko Taro. Yep. I totally missed this when it came out, but it looks pretty modern. Looks relatively approachable. Near Replicant, when it originally came out, didn't come to the states. It was just a Japanese PS3 release. Uh, it's the precursor to Near Automata, which is a phenomenal game. Uh, and apparently, Replicant provides a lot of the the backbone. That, that the the ideas of, of Automata stand on top of. ah, Something I would love to take a look at. But just. I don't know. Haven't. Haven't done it. But it looks cool. Yeah. People oh, seem yeah. to love it. Uh, And the last one, which is pretty much the top of my pile of shame, because I know <laughs> that it's amazing, is Little Nightmares 2. Ah, yes. mm. the first game in that series is phenomenal so good and apparently this one's better so i feel pretty comfortable saying hey you should go pick that up <laughs>
2: without yeah. having played it yeah 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 i i i believe that i heard yeah I heard it's much better than the first one
1: yeah it's been on sale on switch a couple times already but, really uh... Yeah, not much, you know, a little ten percent, fifteen percent here and there, but never hurts. Never hurts, but I don't know if the switch is the system you want to be playing this game on. Let's be honest. Usually, when you have options elsewhere, you want to take those options. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these games are so focused on the, the visual storytelling and the, uh, especially the audio experience.
1: Yeah, they're fucking gorgeous games. That, uh, gorgeous.
0: Yeah, maybe this is a... Uh, I don't know if it has a, a next-gen PS5 Series X update or not.
1: Let's look that up real quick.
0: Mm, it says soon. Okay.
1: Well, maybe I'll I'll get it when that update comes up.
0: It'll get a free upgrade on the PS5 in 2021. Cool. So there's a whole bunch of games that if you haven't played, you should you should get on that or you could get on that. You don't have to. We can't tell you what to do. That's right. You can just make recommendations.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but just fucking do it.
2: Yeah, we don't. We we don't tell you what to do. Also, just do it. You should do the thing that we just told you to do. That's it's
1: fine. Just fucking spend the money and just play the fucking games. Sick of this. (laughs) (laughs) It's real Rhea Sunshine there, right? God, (laughs) by golly, by golly, geez, heck, gosh, Christ! I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what? If you're fucking listening to this podcast and you haven't played these games already. What the fuck are we doing here?
2: Uh, Convincing them that they're good,
1: I guess, would be the
2: premise. Yeah, that 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 is the fuck we are doing here.
1: Good point.
0: Yeah. But also at the same time, if there's something that's that's not on this list that we missed. That yeah, you're like, guys, you're sleeping on this game. Why haven't
2: you told us yet? Yeah, what's holding you back? If, if we miss something painfully obvious, then you know, uh, let us know. Tell tell us that thing. Tell us the thing we missed that was painfully obvious. Tweet, comment,
0: send a uh, send a voice memo.
1: There was nothing.
0: There's nothing we missed, or uh, you do
1: no, uh... There was there was nothing. No, that's a, that's a tight list. That's a solid list. Clean list. We're going to be looking back at that in another six months and being like, shit, we were fucking accurate.
0: We're just going to like swap out Pokemon Snap for something else and be done with it.
1: (laughs) You just had to go there, huh?
2: I did. I had no choice.
1: Fucking buried.
2: (laughs) 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 Pretty rude, really.
1: Yeah, uh, seriously. like there was that
2: necessary? Was that really necessary? I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about it for a second, really dug deep, and uh, yes, it was. Perfect. I reflected, and and it was very important. Cool. Anyone play the original Pokemon Snap? Yeah, I rented it from the from the video store.
1: Back right. The day.
0: It took you 48 minutes to complete. And then you were like, fuck, what am I going to do the rest of the weekend?
1: Okay, well, don't let your fucking sad sap memories from when you were 10 years old renting for Blockbuster video sour your experience with the new one. Okay, there's more than 48 minutes of content. It's going to take you 48 minutes just to, you know, go through your first. Actually, the tutorial is long as fuck. It's going to take you 48 minutes just to read. Did you? They hit you with it at the start of the game. So, um, yeah, I see what you're doing.
2: I being a goofy Gus. First game takes longer than an hour to finish. <laughs> Just a <little> bit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe so, I'm. Well, maybe I'm adding up the minutes of actual gameplay you can squeeze out of that versus waiting for the the train to get back to that one fucking shot that you missed for the 12th time, you know?
2: I do, I do. I understand the specific kind of pain you're referring to where you mm-hmm. have every other part of the checklist cleared and it's just that one uh, capricious little shit at the very end of the run that like just just needs that perfect in in in, in center shot. I see. Yeah,
1: because y'all were incapable of beating it.
0: Yeah, we were scrubs as kids.
1: Com- complete scrubs. I understand. Uh, um,
0: I I have no shame in admitting that my Pokemon Snap skills are not on the same <laughs> level as yours, Rhett.
1: Yeah, I never played it. I never fucking played. It. <laughs> but if I did, yes, you would be below my level.
0: <laughs> look at this guy talking out of his ass,
2: yeah, <laughs> just 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 the king of the weird flex that's uh, that's what we got here,
0: <laughs>
2: epic, yeah, just an uncomfortable looking crown for that king,
1: completely, just wrong just angles completely. and everything
0: it's good, hey, the uh, steam summer sales on right now too, so if you wanna. Pick up some games you'll never play. That's a great place to do that.
2: Yeah. If you, if you need like four new games that you will spend a total of 98 minutes on, you hit up that sale. I did. It's I
0: also regret. a great place to be like, I own Skyrim somewhere else, but it, hey, it's two ninety nine. dollars So maybe I'll just buy it again.
2: I have only ever bought Skyrim once, and I feel real fucking good about that. And, and what platform did you pick, James? PC. Of course. So I never had to buy it again. It's just, it's good to go. You ever dabbled in the mod scene? Takes the patience I don't possess, Oh so no.
0: Yeah. I think my uh, my experience with Skyrim lately, or at least in the last few years, has been pretty much me going to a mod site and downloading a bunch of mods and installing said mods to see if I can get the game running and then being so exhausted that I don't want to play it.
2: Yeah. So. There are definitely people who still fired up and still go back still people want to make another stealth archer you know because apparently that's the only class and everything else is just you getting yourself and delaying making a stealth archer actually though yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) this time i'm gonna be a mage
2: yeah. No you're not. You're going to be a mage with a bow in your inventory and then the next minute, oh shit, you're a stealth archer now. How did this happen? <laughs> well if
0: I crouch, I'm going to get a damage bonus. Shit! I'm a stealth archer. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, this has been the Skyrim Minute. Uh, thank you very much for listening and for watching everybody. This is Press X the Podcast. A podcast from your friends at COG Connected. My name's Paul. That's uh, that's been James and Rhett alongside me, as always, talking about the best games of 2021 so far. Uh, If you liked what you heard, you liked what you saw, hit that thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Click the bell if there is one. Click a heart. Leave a comment. Whatever the thing to do is on the platform you're watching or listening to this on, do that thing. We'd love it. And uh, in the meantime, between now and the next time you hear from us, check out CogConnected.com on the internet, on the YouTube, on the Twitter, on the Facebook, all that stuff, Instagram, all the places. Keep up to date on the latest and greatest gaming news, reviews, previews, features, all the stuff. So uh, until the next time we talk to you, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we will see you next time.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.